Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes sitting in on this Wednesday afternoon with my good buddy Doug McCary. And uh, Doug, I apologize that I was not here yesterday. Uh, I, in fact, you just <laughs> been absent without leave, man. You just AWOL. <laughs> I had I had a couple. Jeremy, of, he's been AWOL. <laughs> I had a couple of texts yesterday during the broadcast. It, you know, this is maybe the habit of some of the guys who tune in. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, not that not that uh, you didn't have good company yesterday. Mike, but, Mike uh, Savini did a good job. Yeah, yesterday. you know, from time to time, I I do get pulled away for a uh, a a job that actually pays money. Oh well, well, <laughs> hey, that was, your your payment for this will be on the other side. Right? Amen, uh, amen, and that's what I'm looking forward to. But it, just every once in a while, I do get uh, I do get pulled away. In fact. Um, I'm going to be gone uh, next week, uh, so I know you're going to have some good company. David here. Gray has already agreed. What to a step what a guy! In. I mean, what David a guy! Gray, the uh, guy stands in the gap, doesn't he? In fact, he told me he's lobbying for a more permanent position. He said, <laughs> "I don't blame him." How long is you better not be gone too long out there? <laughs> I know I may lose my job you, here. You just keep uh, traveling. Uh, but actually, you're going to see. Your uh, daughter, Anna, I am. It's her last swim meet. I am, which kind of, is crazy because it seems like just yesterday was her first swim meet out there. You know, Doug, and I know you're the same way. You have these images of your children at various stages of life, and because Hannah's the baby, she's number five. Uh, all my kids will tell you she's my favorite. Now, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. She's not really my favorite, but because I got to spend more time with her by myself. Yeah. Uh, than any of the other kids and so she did get a little different attention and mm-hmm. i think all kids get a certain type of attention from a parent mm-hmm. uh, all kids are unique they're all different mm-hmm. um they all have what i guess what we would deem uh, different love languages mm-hmm. and hannah and i uh man we have eaten more sushi together we have done more shotgun shooting and bird hunting and uh she's that kind of girl and so I, I just, I love it. But my images of Hannah, Doug, you'll appreciate this, is of we took a cruise when she was six years old. In fact, it was right when my mother was diagnosed with ALS. Mm. And my dad chose, he, he said, hey, I want to take everybody on a family cruise. Mm-hmm. And he fit the bill, too. Now, that's a, mm. that's a good kind of cruise to go on when the bills are paid. Mm-hmm. And so there were 20 of us on this cruise ship. All, our, all my siblings and our kids and hannah's the baby of all the the grandkids of my dad's and uh i just have this image of her on that cruise ship have you ever done a cruise doug unfortunately yes i did one on a carnival cruise line i put on like 20 pounds oh a weekend. yeah there you go we were gone three days and i put on about eight pounds a day all you can eat yeah uh, the well, midnight what, buffet one of the, uh, one of the things i don't know if they did this on your cruise but they had this um talent show mm-hmm. and uh it was you know anybody wanted to get up and do a talent well hannah wanted to get up and do a talent and one of the things she discovered she could do on the cruise was she could take a spoon and pin it to her nose and hold it there. 
Hmm. Now, that's talent right there. <laughs> that's so serious. those are the images I have of Hannah. But Hannah has been a swimmer since the age of five or six. Uh, she was uh, fortunate to swim Division One at Colorado State. Mm-hmm. So she is, you know, do the math. She's 20 and uh, hard to believe. But we are going to go see her swim at the conference championships next week. And where's it going to be? Uh, it's going to be in Houston, so my hometown, which well, is really well, that's really special. a double bonus for you. It is, so I I have to take off and go do that. But Vic and I, are, you know, it's uh, there's part of us that's really excited about the fact this is the last swim meet of any of our children because we've done it for over thirty years. That's, we've been on the pool deck. That is a long time. It is a long time. Well, <laughs> um, you missed yesterday. I was talking with uh, Mike. By the way, if you're just tuning in, SWAT radio uh the swat stands for spiritual warriors advancing truth and uh and we take the first segment a lot of times we talk about things going on out in the world and and as believers how we respond and and brad i i wished you were here yesterday because we talked about it so i'm going to bring it up again today because i know you have a son-in-law who's in the music business Mm -hmm. Uh, was he at the grammys uh he was not at the grammys okay uh good thing he does more the cma Uh, the cma well yeah the Grammys, um, did you hear about the Sam Smith, Kim Petras I did satanic thing? No. Okay, so they did. They won an award um, for this performance of Unholy is the name of the song. And uh, Sam Smith is like bi- non-binary. Kim Petras is a uh, boy <clears throat> who had a transgender sex change at like, you know, 12, 13 a gender reassignment surgery over in germany and so has been walking around as a female on the outside but the dna is still that of a male and anyway they sang this song and won this award and it was all red dark he wore like a satanic thing and it was just really really dark uh thing and we were just talking about it yesterday how satanic uh, rituals uh satanism is on the rise Mm. now it's it's actually people whether they talk about it glibly like with no consequence like they just they they joke about it Mm. and it's not a joking matter and um you know just it was just really sad to see that portrayed like that a lot of the newspapers carried it they said the the you know the conservative right overreacts like to everything they're treating it like the vax or whatever um you know it wasn't a satanic ritual on stage but it was demonic looking it was terrible <clears throat> and and everybody's just clapping and celebrating it and it, it really to me is a picture of the end times whether mm-hmm. we're in i mean we've been in <clears throat> yeah. the end times since jesus left correct but um it, it, it was it was just dark and i think we're in a dark time in our country, I talk to people who were in the military. Uh, you know, my son still serves in the military. And I, I look at the leadership of our country, looking at what happened with this spy balloon. Would have it, it, it uh, to have a NASA guy uh, or, or not a NASA, but an Air Force general stand up on national television and to admit we've had blips where we didn't know things were out there, all the money we've spent, all the technology we got. We can use a satellite to see a spot on the road over in Afghanistan, <clears throat> but we can't detect a, a balloon 
flying into our airspace like that that's a big that's a big problem yeah uh and and so the the military uh the school education system the economy i mean people are spending money left and right credit card debt is in the trillions now and you know i don't know if you i don't want to say wasted your time if you took the time to watch the state of the union last night i did not uh, <clears throat> kevin mccarthy looked like he, he was miserable sitting back there nobody looked really inspired um you it, because we're so politically divided that even if president biden said something mm. that was meaningful half the people wouldn't approve of it just because he's joe biden and I was, you know, that makes me sad Yeah, because I can honestly say in times past, you know, you look at other presidents, even though they were a different party than I might be affiliated with or something, I, I could look at them and, and believe that they really cared about our country mm-hmm. and believed the best. But with President Biden, it doesn't appear like he's even aware of things going on. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's just he's being like either manipulated or he's because the way he's so controlled and it's just sad. There was nothing inspiring about what he said last night because it was it was same old talking points. We see the same old divisions and as believers, you know, um, we, we just got to keep praying that leaders might recognize like uh, uh uh, Jim Dennison said, you know, he quoted from Clear and Present Danger that uh, when you take an oath to the office, uh, you don't work for a particular agency or even the president. Mm-hmm. You work for the people of the United States. <clears throat> and I think we've lost that. Oh, my word. A- absolutely. Yeah, we have totally lost that. I mean, you know, and I, and I think even you, you brought up the Grammys and the, you know, transgender the the you know dysphoria (laughs) i just don't believe that the majority of people would support that i I don't care what party you're in i just generally believe that most people can can know the difference between a man and a woman Mm -hmm. um and I, i think it's interesting as we even look at the the passage that we're looking at today where Paul, Paul's basically saying, I'm, I'm going to leave, but after I depart, fierce wolves are going to come in among you, and they are going to try and destroy you. Well, um, in his article, Dennison said that the State of the Union address last night illustrated the golden rule in our fallen world that whoever has the goal makes the rules. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and unfortunately, that's, that is where we are as a country. Uh, it seems like the the power of the people is no longer the power of the Mm-mm. people Mm-mm. because you see everyday citizens <clears throat> who do something and you see the elites or the politically connected do something and they get very different treatment from the judicial system and uh that's why as believers our hope is not in our government that's right our, our hope <clears throat> is in jesus christ <laughs> And um, the solid rock. Yes. You know, and and we need to keep our eyes fixed on him. Um, Amen. uh, Amen. So we got to leave it up to God. Right. Amen. Well, glad you joined us here on SWAT radio. You can call us this afternoon at 844-777-7925. 
828. That's 844 SWAT. You have a question or a comment, feel free to email us at ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Wednesday afternoon. SWAT Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry I missed out on lunch today. Um, I Good have kind Chick-fil-A, of Chick fil A, man. I know. Chick-fil-A. And that's that's crucial. You know, <laughs> Jeremy was uh, there. I heard he was Jeremy there. was there. And uh, well, what a great text. I'm looking forward to that next week. Even though I'm not going to be here, I'm going to be tuning in. Jeremy, you, was you, it challenging? Not oh, challenging? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah it, it was challenging to preach through. It was a really challenging text. It was, you know, Brad, it was really about the, the Lordship, surrendering to the Lordship of mm-hmm. Christ. And boy, that is, that is the Christian life. It is surrendering to his Lordship. And, um, and, you know, we see in Paul a guy who does that. And that's what we're going to yeah. be looking at that today as he's, Trying to impart that to these young guys. You know, you visit with a lot of young guys. I do. Um, Isn't it, you know, you've gained a lot of wisdom over the years through trial and error Mm -hmm. in your spiritual life and having godly people tell you stuff and then realizing as you maybe sometimes deviate from them or not necessarily listen to them the way you should, um, isn't it hard to impart that to younger guys? Though? It is. I think that, you know, I can sit across the table with somebody and have my Bible open, and that's crucial. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the, these guys don't get together with me because I've got the wisdom. <laughs> uh, I've got the book of wisdom, and we work through it together. But in all reality, you know, when we give our testimony, our, our testimony isn't simply um, I was lost and now I'm saved. It's here's my life experience here here's here's what i know here's what i have experienced mm-hmm. and uh you know whether it's your own children or it's those that god places in front of you to spend time with 
it's the, the it's the combination of what God has to say in line with what you're doing. Because mm. the reality is, you, you I love the the um, how you put it when you talk about the difference between uh, disciple Hebrew discipleship and Greek discipleship. I think there's no question we are more Greek than we are Hebrew. Uh-huh. In other words, uh, tell me what I need to know. Mm-hmm. It's not as much, hey, walk with me and let's do life together. Yeah. Um, you know, the reality is it's not that, it, listen, the knowledge is great, mm-hmm. but we're commanded to walk out the truths that we see in Scripture. Yeah. Um, that That's um, a lot harder to do that than to say it, isn't it? Well, absolutely. And uh, I'm I'm actually doing a study on Psalm 119, and uh, it is just blowing my mind. You know, just this idea of not only are we to know God, we're to live in accordance. We're to live in accordance with what His Word tells us, mm. and He promises us blessing when we're obedient to it. And yeah, so I mean, the whole idea, I think that's what's so amazing is we're moving through this particular area where Paul is kind of on his final uh on his final leg back home to Jerusalem where he'll die. It's he's gathered these key men around him and he's giving some final instructions. Yeah, and he's and we looked at Monday, uh, really the whole idea of when he says, um, you know, pay attention to yourselves, this idea of personal character and growth. And yesterday with Mike, we talked about uh, how he calls us to prioritize the provision and care of the flock, the church, uh, by feeding them and caring, protecting them. And today's text is 29 through 31. You mentioned it in the intro about the fierce wolves. It's really uh, Paul, um, God speaking through Paul to these young leaders and us that we are to prioritize our protective concern for guarding his truth. Uh, There's a lot of people who want to lead people away from the truth, Mm -hmm. namely the chief one being Satan himself, who is the father of all lies. And and Paul talks about fierce wolves, first of all, in verse 29, uh, will come in among you from the outside. These are people from the outside. But notice he also talks about, and he says, not sparing the flock, and from your own selves. Mm-hmm. It's going to be from the inside, and we're going to see that. There are people, we'll go through some verses in a minute. So you have false teachers from the outside, false teachers from the inside who want to twist the word. And he says, you got to be alert and they want to come in. And I was thinking um, specifically, Brad, I don't know, did you hear about that um, bishop over in London who turned in a subordinate uh, leader in the church over there for tweets about God's design for male and female and and how it was hate speech? He turned him in to the police for them to investigate. I did not hear that. Yeah, it, it was, it's crazy. Um uh, uh, that that this bishop turned in somebody else uh, for hate speech to the police, a subordinate. Uh, and uh, well, I think we're seeing that, that 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 you know we're living in a world where the Bible is 
increasingly marginalized and uh, you know kind of shoved into the corners of society. Uh, and, and not just among those that oppose Christ, but, you know, in many of our more contemporary churches, uh, many uh, Christian universities, heck, even seminaries now. We, you and I were discussing this a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. that we've got seminaries that don't believe in the full counsel of God's Word. Well, and so no wonder it's it's marginalized in our society. Mm-hmm. When you have a, a, a bishop turning in a subordinate, for standing on truth. Well, the, you know who turned the guy in? It was the Archbishop of Coventry. So an Archbishop turned in a a guy named Sam Margrave uh, because, and he was his bishop. So he turned in a church member for tweeting opposition to queer theory and the sexualization of children. Uh, and that's considered hate speech. Yeah, yeah. And so, but here's the point: instead of a protective concern for guarding the truth of God's word, God speaks clearly yeah. against sexual immorality, clearly against homosexuality. Homosexuality is the um, it's the perversion of what God designed. Romans one says that when you've reached that as a culture, mm. it's because you've suppressed the knowledge of truth, and right. it's God's judgment. Yeah. On on a on a, yep. a nation, and so uh, we've got that going on. But what about inerrancy? What about the Trinity? What about original sin? What about depravity of man? Hell, all these things are being taught against in our culture today. There's all kinds of movements abroad, especially here in America. Um, what about women elders? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I know that's going to offend some people, but the Bible's clear. Yeah. It is clear yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh, same-sex marriage, transgender, all these things are part of God's truth. And Paul said, I didn't shrink back from teaching you anything about the whole counsel of God. And he says, you need to watch out. These wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Brad, in the Middle East, they said that a a wolf can come in the night and he will kill sixty sheep. He just he'll wipe out sixty sheep. Won't mm. even eat them. Mm. Just kill them. They, they, it's not even like they want they want them for food. They just kill them, just for the sake of killing. And that's what the enemy does. The enemy wants to tear up God's children. Yeah. The enemy is a murderer. He is a thief. He knows he can't steal your salvation. So what he can do is he will do his best to destroy your witness and to destroy your joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so the best place that you can go for protection is God's word. Yeah. You You go <clears throat> to God's word. What does God's word say? The word of God authenticates the word of God. Yeah. You know, all Scripture, it says, all Scripture is given by inspiration. And he says in Second Peter, what? This didn't come by man's own attempt. Mm-hmm. And Second Peter 1, he says, but men, as they were moved by the Holy Spirit, wrote these things. These are, these are God's truth to us, and we either believe it or we don't. Yeah. 
I think of Jesus who said, beware of false prophets. Uh, They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. Mm. And, uh, you know, just just the other day, and I wonder, you know, for those of you who may be listening, are you alert when you hear false teaching, Mm. when you hear a false gospel, a false message? I was having uh, breakfast the other day, Doug, with Jeff uh, Dalrymple. And we were having breakfast, and the lady who was helping us saw that we were praying together, and uh, and she came over and said a few things. Uh-huh. And, I mean, here's a sweet woman, but you can tell she's been taught error. Mm. And, it, you know, it took everything in me not to just say, hey, can you sit down with us? You know, I wanted to be able to uh, shed light on things that she said, which are completely false. Mm. So even as you said, even among the 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 flock, mm-hmm. there are ravenous wolves out there. Well, Jesus said, "Beware of false prophets." In Matthew seven, yeah, that's what I just come, yeah, yeah. They come in sheep's clothing, right? Right. right. Yeah, I know you, you read it, but he also said at the end of that, there's going to be people who say, "Lord, Lord," yeah, who they're not my people. True. I mean, and so, you know, we're so quick to affirm people as God's people because they pray to prayer. Exactly. And I'm not saying we are to be fruit inspectors, but we are to be wise. And, you you know, it's like it's like this whole thing with Kanye West. You remember when Kanye West came? Everybody was all excited. And a lot of people put Kanye West up on platforms that he shouldn't have been on. Because no new believer should be thrust into that kind of influence over people. Right. And you see it's caused issues. Oh. And there's time. a reason. Yeah. Because God's word says that you don't take a new convert yeah. and put him up to where he's influencing a lot of people. Now like go that. back and look at Paul's early conversion, His right after his conversion. What does he do? He goes and gets discipled, really. Yeah. And uh, anyway, hey, we're going to take a quick break here at the top of the hour. Or at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we're glad you've tuned in. If you want to call, we'd love to hear from you. 844-777-7928. 844-777-7928. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email us at ask at SWATradio.com. If you're new to SWAT, go, go to SWATradio.com. You can click on the uh, various uh, tabs there, such as where we meet throughout the week. Come, come join us for a Bible study in person. Join us after the break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Wednesday afternoon. We are glad you've tuned in. As Doug already mentioned it, uh, if you're not familiar with SWAT, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. Uh, the radio broadcast really stemmed out of a, uh, a number of Bible studies that were taking place here in Jacksonville, actually North Florida. And uh, hard to believe Doug and I have been doing this for six years now. 
but you know, I, I think there's nothing. You know, love to have people out there tuning in either on the radio or through the podcast. Uh, which thanks to James, who always gets it up, usually the night of the broadcast. And so, if you missed a broadcast. You can either go to SWATradio.com, you can listen to past broadcasts there, or you can just download the app and listen there. But, uh, you know, we're, we're grateful to have you tuned in, but we would also love to have you in person. So go to SWATradio.com, click on the Meetings tab, and there you will see the various places and the times that we meet. So nothing like a in-person Bible study. Oh, no. And uh, the one tomorrow meets over um, off Belfort Road, if you go to um – the uh, you go to SWAT Radio. I don't know if it's on. I was going to say. I'm wondering. If the I don't new, think they've updated. New address has been. Yeah, um, I can give you the new address uh, really quick. It's over off Belford Road. It's if you know if you're familiar with that area. If you live in Jacksonville, it is the um, uh, the it's the old wounded warrior. warrior. Yeah. Uh, well, they're yeah. they're still they're over still there. there. Yeah. Yeah, they're over there, and <clears throat> um, trying to find it. Because I, I don't have it. It's uh, uh, Jumpin' Jack's House of Food is the uh, the restaurant. Uh, oh, I know why I can't find it because I'm looking in the wrong place, man. <laughs> My mind's in another places this morning or this afternoon. It is afternoon. It, it is, believe it or uh, not. But um, yeah, I uh, hold on just a second because uh, I want to give everybody in case you are here because we did we had some guys show up um, today. Um, we had, uh, guys show up today from, from the radio. Uh, I'm got it, got it, got it. I was going to say, I'm, I'm looking on mine too. Uh, I know it's somewhere. Uh, I thought it was, maybe well, I took it away. Well, oh, th- here it is. I got it. Okay. Four, eight, eight, seven Belfort road, jumping Jack's house of food, four, eight, eight, seven Belfort road, four, eight, eight, seven belfort road jacksonville six fifteen in the morning tomorrow morning yeah and thanks to our good friend uh, howdy russell who owns jumping jacks it just got a heart a heart for men a heart for the gospel and he opens up that place yeah go so stick your go head in the one downtown jumping jacks Absolutely. great great burgers and oh, chicken so good. and uh tell him swat hey if you mention swat radio you'll get a discount really yep swat radio they give have to you go there for dinner <laughs> yep, that's a good place. Hey, I want to get back, Brad, to this uh, guarding is truth, our protective concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul's instructing these young believers who Timothy's one of them, but it's so important. He tells them in Acts 20, hey, be on, be alert. You're going to have fierce wolves from outside, even among yourselves. You're going to have people who reject the faith. And, you know, over in First Timothy 1, he says in verse 3, chapter 1, verse 3, he says, As I urged you when I was going to Macedonia, remain at Ephesus so that you may charge certain persons not to teach different doctrine, nor to devote themselves to myth endless and endless genealogies, which promote speculation rather than the stewardship from God that is by faith. He goes on to say, Timothy, you wage good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience. By rejecting this, some have made a shipwreck of their faith. And he mentions Hymenaeus and Alexander, who he says, I've handed over to Satan that they may learn 
not to blaspheme. So these people have arisen up within the church at Ephesus, just like Paul said they would. It wasn't that long after he was there meeting with these elders and with his young Timothy. Over in 1 Timothy 4, chapter 4, verse 1, he says, The Spirit expressly says that in later times some will depart the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits, teaching of demons, through the insincerity of liars whose consciences are seared. They forbid marriage. They require abstinence from foods that God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good and nothing's to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, for it is made holy by the word of God in prayer. So already people are coming in and they are perverting God's word. They are leading people astray. Uh, over in Second Timothy 2.16, he says, uh, avoid irreverent babble. It will lead people into more and more ungodliness. Their talk will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus. He mentions two more people that within the ranks they're doing this. And so he's calling them to be alert. These false teachers will twist the word. I was thinking um, Jim Dennison brought up a survey where 81% of those surveyed in our country said that people are basically good. They deny <clears throat> the doctrine of original sin. Mm. They think that people, if left to themselves, are good. In fact, you know, what, what, they, um, what he really was bringing out when he brought that up is that people— what they uh, what they do is the, it's a postmodern thing where they believe that we just tolerate everybody's personal moral choices as long as it doesn't harm others. Um, they we we just let them be. But the problem is it is harmful. Anything that misleads somebody else is harmful. If you are not modeling a love for God. If you're modeling a love for self over God's word, over God, it's harmful. Mm. Now, the world doesn't see it as harmful. Right. But God did, and he does. Well, of course, we know it's it's an upside-down paradigm. It's uh, God's ways are not man's ways. Man's ways would say, hey, put you first, and then everybody else. Yeah. God's ways are no, you got to die to yourself and serve others. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was thinking as you were talking about this, <clears throat> I mean, here you are, you're, you're kind of moving through First Timothy, highlighting a few things in chapter 1 and chapter 4, where Paul is instilling into Timothy, hey, guard, uh, be on guard, be alert, guard the good deposit. But this idea of guarding the flock, you know, being alert, I was thinking about, you know, uh, every night before I go to bed, I go lock the door, mm-hmm. you know. Just the imagery of protecting those that God has uh, given to you. And in this case, I I wanted to go, and I'll go back and listen tomorrow, I mean, to yesterday's broadcast, but this idea of of providing care for those who Jesus purchased with his own blood. I mean, how important is it that, you know, how important are these people that God actually obtained with his own blood? Well, look at how Paul is progressing. First, he says, pay attention to yourself. Right. He says you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Then he says your flock. And by the and, way, I, I think the the 
I want to make sure everybody knows what I was not saying. Because you highlighted it, and that's right. Take care of yourself. It's not about, hey, take care of your own needs. No, 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 it's, no. It's about taking care of your own heart. Yeah, make sure. Guarding your own heart. Yeah, investing in your character growth. Right. Your 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 spiritual growth is what you want. You 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 want to pay attention to the yeah. inside, don't not just, just the outside. Don't just do as I say, do as I do. Yes, that, and that, Paul lived that out. Now, Jude 3 says, contend earnestly for the faith that was once for once delivered to the saints. Mm-hmm. We fight for it. Yeah. We, we don't just sit back passively while the enemy comes in and tries to mislead God's people. We speak up. If somebody you know espouses to you things that are not true about God's word, about God, you as a priest, a kingdom priest, are to respond with the truth of God. Mm-hmm. You do it lovingly. You do it with a, a heart for the person. You you don't judge them, but you speak truthfully to them. And, and that's what our role is. Well, Paul, when he's talking to these young people, remember he wrote Second Timothy years after he said goodbye on the shores of Ephesus mm-hmm. when he took Timothy with him. But so this is an ongoing issue, yeah. right? Um, but this part of what Paul's calling them to do, prioritize their personal growth and character, prioritize providing and caring for the church, prioritizing protectively uh, guarding the truth of the church. And then finally, the last few verses of 20, he's talking about, listen, um, you know what? You, you also prioritize the reason you're doing what you're doing, that your purified commitment to the work of God, mm-hmm. not just his word, but the work that you're called to. And Paul says, listen, I didn't covet anybody's money. I was not doing this to, you know, <clears throat> and one of the things that might have been said because he was taking money, it was typical for a lot of people back then to skim off the top a little bit, take a little right, bit. Right. And he's like, I didn't covet anybody's money. I, I I worked hard. I was a tent maker. Um, I wanted to model helping the weak. I cared about you. And and so this is Paul saying, I care about doing what God wants me to do. I'm not motivated to get rich off people. I'm not motivated to use people. I'm motivated to serve the one true living God. And that's what he says in verses 32 through 38, that last part. He just says, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Mm. And he lived it. He didn't just say it. He lived that out. And uh, and then the last part, he just says, when after he said this, he knelt down. There was a lot of weeping. They were sorrowful because they were sad. He was leaving. And uh, Paul had a great impact on these elders. He was with them for three years. And so as we come back, I know we've covered a lot. If you're out there and any of these things resonate with you and and bring up a question or a comment, I'd love for you to call in. I mean, we we always love interacting about these things, but these are some pretty serious things that we need to to be reinforcing this protective concern, especially for the truth in the day and age we're living right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So call us this afternoon, 844 844- Seven 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 nine two eight eight four four seven 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 SWAT. You can also email us your questions and comments to ask at SWATradio.com. James just let me know that uh, that new address is up on the internet. It's up on our website. 
And uh, thanks, James, for taking care of that. Again, love to have you in person, so go check out the meetings tab at SWATradio.com and join in. We'll be right back after the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this uh, Wednesday afternoon, our last segment of the day. Uh, we'd love to have you call in, 844-777-7928. And, uh, you know, SWAT, again, stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And, Doug, one of the, you know, as you look through, and I'm always curious how, how guys study the Bible. I've spent enough time around you. I kind of know how you do it. But I was looking at verse 32, which is kind of the, highlighting this final section about uh, a purified commitment to God's work, mm-hmm. which really, in verse 32, begins with his word. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it says, and now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, mm-hmm. which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. So we don't go to, uh, you know, that you're, your latest and greatest motivational speaker Mm-mm. to get built up. Now, we go to his word. Mm. And, uh, you know, just the priority of not just guarding the word, but guarding the flock mm-hmm. and ministering the word to the flock. Well, the false teachers had different motivations. And usually you can tell false teachers from God's true teachers because their true motives will eventually come out. You know, Second Peter, when he was writing to uh, the churches, said, false prophets also arose among people, Second Peter 2, just as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies. That means they're not overt about it. They're, they're underhanded. They deny the master who brought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. Many will follow their sensuality. Because of them, the way of truth will be blasphemed. In other words, they don't care about their public witness. 
All they care about is doing what they want to do. And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle and their destruction is not asleep. If God didn't spare angels when they sin, what do you think he's going to do with them? Basically, I'm just yeah. going to paraphrase yeah. that. No, whole exactly. Thing. And so he's saying that. And so going back to what Paul said, he says, I coveted no one's silver or gold. Do you remember Brad in First Timothy 6 where Paul is telling Timothy, you know, First Timothy, Second Timothy, those are the church growth manuals right there. And in First Timothy 6, he says to Timothy, listen, there's great gain in godliness with contentment, for we brought nothing into the world. We can't take anything out. Mm. If we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and they into a snare and to many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money doesn't say money. It says the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves. He goes on to say, but as for you, O man of God, you flee these things. You pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, and gentleness. Fight the good fight. He's telling Timothy, and, and over here in Ephesians, or in Acts, he's telling the Ephesians, I didn't covet money. It was not about money with me. It was about you. Yeah. I cared about you. I worked hard to help others. And you remember um, even over in Thessalonians when he's uh, – Thessalonians is such a personal letter that Paul wrote. He was talking about how much he cared for him. But over in First Thessalonians 4, he talks about working hard, helping others. In fact, he says, listen – aspire to live quietly mind your own affairs work with your hands as we instructed you so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one he's saying guys when you get out there work hard yeah. don't be lazy you know that's a an unfortunate uh, criticism a lot of times of mm-hmm. people in ministry yeah. is they're lazy yeah i mean you've seen it and it's terrible it, it really is doug i, I I won't talk a whole lot about it, but I've been probably more let down by Christians in the marketplace than I have non-Christians. And I don't know if that's because they just know that we might grant grace in certain areas and therefore they're lazy. Uh, That's not true of all. I mean, obviously, I know a lot of strong believers who are some of the hardest working people I know. Well, working hard should be the norm for God's people. Absolutely. Uh, you want a good book on that? Every Good Endeavor by Tim Keller is one of the best books. But Colossians 3, I think I told you, Vic, and I are memorizing Colossians 3. Colossians 3.23 says, Do your work heartily mm-hmm. as unto the Lord, the Lord rather than men, knowing that it's from the Lord you're going to receive the reward of the inheritance. Mm-hmm. It finishes and says, It is the Lord God whom you serve. You know, and it's just a reminder. He's that, our boss. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just a reminder that we are working every opportunity. I think we have this idea that we live in this segre- uh, this you know broken, uh, segmented world where, okay, I'm going to do ministry stuff. Oh, well, then I'm going to do work stuff. No, they're all one. My work is a ministry. Well, that's what I told the guys today, Brad. We were talking about that in the study today about how 
where you are, um, what you do uh, is not to provide for your family. Your work is to glorify God in the area he's called you to, whatever that area Mm -hmm. is for you right now, it's real estate, but God is the provider of your family. As you work hard, you entrust him. See, we've gotten away from that in their time in the biblical days, they were agrarian and God had to provide for them. Mm -hmm. If he didn't give them rain, didn't give them sun, then if he, you know, he was, he, he was their source of it. But we today feel like, well, I worked hard. I deserve this. I got this degree or that yeah. degree. Instead of seeing God as our provider, yeah. God, he's just given us resources to steward for his kingdom. <clears throat> just before we came on there, Vicki called me and uh, she just said, hey, would you pray for me? I've got a meeting this afternoon. And, you know, what a what a great reminder that even as as, you know, as good as we are at what we do, you know, as, as knowledgeable as we are at what we do, we daily recognize mm. that anybody God has brought, anybody that we're working with mm. is a gift from God. And, and in, a, in a way, there's a stewardship that comes with that, mm-hmm. that we recognize, we give thanks for what God has done. Mm-hmm. And just that we would honor God with it. I'm in the middle of a book uh, by Bill Yearly. I don't know if you know if you ever heard of Bill Yearly. Mm-hmm. Bill Yearly is the uh, CEO, present CEO of Correct Craft Boats. Oh yeah! And uh, in fact, he's going to be our speaker at uh, this month's uh, Christian Chamber event. And uh, anyway, I'm reading a book that he wrote called uh, "Making Life Better," mm-hmm. and it goes. It's just the history of that company, Correct Craft, and uh, Mr. Maloon, who started the company. Everything he, he had this motto in the in the uh, warehouse where they built the boats that we build these boats to the glory of God. Mm. Yeah, I, and he has. And if I remember right, didn't he? Did is he, is he the same one that shut down? Maybe I don't know if it was him or Mastercraft. I don't know if they're the same company or I not. Don't think they are. But but one of those correct craft or Mastercraft. They shut down production on Sundays during World yes, War II. They still have. That, do they? They're still closed. So, on so, so it's got to be them. Yeah. Then. Well, the the story is that uh, Eisenhower gave them an order uh, during World so War II. So it is II. that guy then. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, it, it, Mr. Malone is gave them an order for three hundred boats to be made to cross the Rhine River. Wow. Uh, in the last push, um, and. Uh, it's just an amazing story on how they got these 300 boats built. In fact, they eventually built 400 boats mm. and got them over there. Mm. And the uh, the inspector, I guess the inspector, government inspector who inspects the boats, basically told him, you guys are never going to get this done being closed on Sunday. And he said, well, we won't do it any other way. Mm. If, if You're going to have to find somebody else to build the boats. Mm. Uh, we can get it done. With the Lord's help, but we will be closed on Sunday, mm. and they got it done. Uh, in fact, they built they they were required to build three hundred. They were trying to get six hundred boats built to cross the Rhine River, and they had been tasked with three hundred of them, and they built four hundred of them. That's crazy. It's an amazing story. Yeah, anyway. I, I, so I did remember that. Yeah. I, I I remember here. I didn't know if it was his company or Mastercraft. You know, because they look similar. The, right. The boats. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Hey, um, well, 
you know, as before we kind of get to the last part, I, um, I, I wanted to ask you if you're out there to think about these questions. We talked about one on Monday, who's really in charge of my daily life. Um, and you know, we were looking at, uh, as far as like my personal growth aspect, like how, how much time do I give to that? Yeah. Uh, and have I submitted, have I yielded to the Lord in that, in those areas? Yeah. And, and the personal, you know, um, the, the personal component of your life that the, 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 what's on the inside of you is strengthened by God's word. That's really the only mm-hmm. thing that's going to strengthen that the spirit working through his word is a lamp to your feet and a okay. light to your path. It is the source. It will lead you to the fear of God, which is the source of all mm-hmm. wisdom. And so your how much, how much prioritizing are you doing to your own personal growth? Second, you have a responsibility to care for the flock, not just the pastor's responsibility. You are a shepherd or a shepherdess, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, uh, you're, you're a priest, you're king. I mean, your kids, uh, your neighbor's kids, those people who are not as far along as you in the faith. Um, and are you feeding them? Are you guarding the truth as it relates to them? When they tell you something that you know is not true according to god's word Mm. do you just Mm. sit silently and give tacit approval through silence or do you speak to it and then are you committed with a pure commitment to god's word uh or to god's work what he's called you to uh brad tomorrow owen strand's gonna be our guest great and then friday you and dave are gonna be talking about these same issues and uh glad to have you back and um, i hope folks will tune in tomorrow listen to owen i will be all right thank you guys for uh, tuning in today go to swatradio.com again we'd love to have you in person at one of the bible studies you can go to the meetings tab under swatradio.com check it out and come join us if you missed a swat radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety then go to swatradio.com Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spirit.